Have you ever had a crazy dream that just throws a bunch of random pieces of your life at you and they're all mixed up in the most nonsensical way? You wake up and you're just kind of like, what the fuck was that? Well, that's basically the best way to describe this podcast. I'm Juby, and I'm just trying to make sense of it all. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with words. I always have been. This obsession of mine is one of the reasons my people encouraged me to start a podcast. I'm prone to texting in paragraphs, I talk too much, I have hundreds of notebooks filled with writing, and multiple abandoned blogs of my poetry. I was a kid with a book and a flashlight under the covers, and if there was nothing else, I'd even read the back of a cereal box. My most frequently used app is a dictionary one because, well, just because. I love all the words, big ones, little ones, complicated ones, and I especially love the cursy ones in case you hadn't noticed. I probably should have been an etymologist instead of whatever it is that I am now. And I love the way the words that are chosen tell a story of their own within a story. Yet there was a point in my life when words abandoned me. No, that's, that's not accurate. Words were kept from me, but I allowed it. I didn't fight for them, so the truth is that I abandoned them. Writing and reading has always been a form of therapeutic relief for me. But while I was married, the time I spent doing either of those was the cause of extremely contentious arguments. So I stopped doing both of them because it seemed easier than constantly fighting about it. And on the rare occasions that I actually did write something, what came out was fueled with rage. By the grace of all the gods in the universe, the marriage is long over. But it took a longer time for words to come back or a book to hold my attention again. And while the end of the marriage was a joy and a relief, the lingering loss of words had a devastating effect on me. For the first time in my life, I felt incomplete. Because I had not treated my gift with the reverence it deserved, I had betrayed myself. And like a spurned lover, the words weren't going to make it easy for me to waltz back into their comforting arms. I had to bide my time, so I took up hobbies, simple things that would satisfy my creative yearnings, but things I could live without when my one true love returned. My apartment became an arts and crafts center. I made jewelry and baked goods and began gardening. I painted, which I'm terrible at, but enjoyed immensely. And I created useful textile art through yarn, which I adore and will still make to give away as gifts. Ever so slowly, with patience and guidance from my ancestors, words and I started moving towards each other again. We're not all the way together yet, but I can feel them all the time and that puts me at ease. Whenever I meet someone who doesn't have any kind of creative outlet for themselves, I'm immediately concerned. Like, really? You don't dance or do makeup or write or make costumes or anything to express yourself? How come? How can you be alive? How can you feel alive and not do that, whatever that thing is that lights up your soul? I'm not talking about playing video games or watching sports and TV. I mean, things that you make or do and pour your heart into it. Is that judgy? Maybe. Do I care? Nope, not even a little bit. I can't trust someone who doesn't have some creative thing that makes their heart sing. A few years back, my mom admitted that she didn't really care about music. It doesn't move her. And to be honest, I've been giving her the side eye ever since. I know what it's like to have that thing. And I know what it's like to have lost it. I believe there's a little bit of magic in everyone. And to not share it, even if you're only sharing it with yourself, is a disservice to the soul. Eh, I just realized I didn't curse once in this episode. So, here you go. Bitch fuck shit.
This week's episode was brought to you by the pen and notepad I keep by my bedside. 